0: we've got a belly full of roast dinner half a pint of guinness england are in the rugby world cup semi-finals and this is woolstock welcome everyone Hello, hello to Wolfstag, Season 5, Episode 2, already. You go away for two years, and before you know it, Episode 2 comes around. Who'd have thought it? Uh, welcome, I hope you're all doing well, I hope everybody's happy, I hope everybody's full, I hope you've all got plans and things to do. Uh, for those of you wondering why I only have half a pint of Guinness, because I've already drank half a pint, uh, which was preceded by uh, another half a pint, i um, Rugby's on. What else are you going to do? Um, How's everybody doing? I hope you're all well. For me, been a really, really good week. Thank you very much for asking. Um, I don't want to be one of those typical Brits now, but I'm going to be one of those typical Brits. What is going on with the weather this week? Seriously, we've gone from 24 degree heat to uh, me and Lady got up early this morning because we fancied a little walk. and it was 7 degrees, and we were wearing winter woolies, which, I'll be honest, I'm not upset about. My wardrobe is completely designed and geared around autumn and winter. I love a roll-neck jumper, I love long coats, I love wool, I love big, thick socks. I'm not... right. I love summer and all. I do, don't get me wrong. You know, when the when the sun's out and nature's in full bloom, it's a lovely, lovely time of year, but I can never dress the way I want to dress. Because I like layers. I like that autumnal feel. So as soon as the weather starts to, to dip a little bit, then yeah, straight to my wardrobe putting on those things that I love, which is great. Um But but this week it feels like I'll dress in the morning for autumn and winter and come one o'clock in the afternoon, the sun's cracking the flags and you're tearing everything off. So weather, Mother Nature, whoever I'm I'm talking to right now. Can we can we calm it down a little bit? Can we? Can you pick one? Right. I know crowded house sang four seasons in one day, but you didn't have to take it literally, did you? Um, so what we're going to talk about this week? I've got a few topics. I'll be honest with you guys. Sometimes I come to this this podcast in malarkey, and I don't know an awful lot about what I'm, what I'm going to say. An inspiration hits me from left field. So yeah, I've got a couple of topics. I want not introduce them now. I'll introduce them as I go into the topics. I want to keep you on the edge of your seat. I want to keep you listening. That's the way. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. I like it. Hang out. Have you all been watching that TV show that's been on BBC this week, The Reckoning, the Jimmy Savile... It's not really a documentary, is it? It's like a docu drama because it's interspersed with little bits of of interview and reality and real footage and stuff like that. Not everybody's cup of tea, I know, and I think it's divided uh, an awful lot of people. What you can say is though, Steve Coogan is, I mean, genius comedian. We know that, you know, Alan Partridge is, you know, um, absolutely fantastic, and the stuff that he does is is out of this world. But yeah, as a straight actor, as someone who's actually carrying off. What must have been an incredibly difficult thing to do to even agree to to, to take that part must have been tough. But do you know what? He's absolutely nailed it, and he hasn't made him so he's like a comedy villain. He hasn't done sort of like a jokey sort of impersonation of him. He's just done this real proper. Do you know what? I mean for someone who and I think for a lot of people out there they don't you know um, they, they didn't grow up with Jimmy Savile as as a generation of us did. Um, I did, you know, seeing him on Top of the Pops and seeing him particularly on Jim Will Fix It and writing up, I did, I wrote a letter to Jim Will Fix It can't remember what I wanted fixing. Fix um, It but I absolutely probably meet somebody from Star Wars or Doctor Who or something like that um, but yeah, you know, and growing up when this guy was a hero uh, to find out what we found later and the horrific, just the, the level of just awful, awful stuff that he did so, you know, regardless of anything else, praise to him for taking on, which, you know, potentially could have been a career end. really. Um, you know, it was an incredibly brave thing to do. But I know some people have got mixed feelings about, should you watch it, shouldn't you watch it, is it giving him airtime? My take on it is is this. Those who forget the past are condemned to relive it. I teach safeguarding. I speak to teachers and TAs and social workers, youth club, volunteers, workers, a whole range of different people who work in one capacity or another with young people are responsible for keeping them safe. And if that is the job that you do, it is absolutely your responsibility to be aware of how people like him operate, how he managed to get away with it. And you can play the blame game all you want. And I know there's plenty out there that, you know, want to bash certain people. And, and certainly there's enough BBC bashes out there. But he was a very charismatic and manipulative person who managed to wheedle his way into the hearts, minds, and affections of the whole of Britain you know, and we we all need to be aware of this um, and it's easy to point the finger at blame other people because we kind of, we, we tell this story to ourselves, we have this narrative that goes he wouldn't have fooled us we wouldn't have let him get away with that but you know what, it happens time and time again and it happens exactly to those people who say it'll never happen to me, I would never get caught out, I'd be able to spot the signs and the dangers, would you? would you? You know, and that is what I teach is you've gotta be so, so on your guard against those people who would look to manipulate and take advantage and coerce and all those things. You know, not everybody in this world can be trusted. And because you've got money, because you've got power, because you've got status, because you've got celebrity. Which we dole out left, right, and centre these days. I mean, people are celebrated for things that no discernible talents at all. But that's a whole other conversation. But because they're in this position, and we kind of look up to them and laud them, they, they tend to get away with with more than you know your average joke blogs would allow. So, I think what we just need to be more is 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 vigilant and open minded and observant and just and it's awful to say this a little less trusting than we have been previously and hopefully if we do that we can avoid another Savile or Gary Glitter or anybody else that's on that list whose names you don't want to say you don't want to give them that you know that that power anymore you don't want to give them that that celebrity back but we can't forget them, and we certainly can't forget what they did. Anyway, enough of him. Let's bring the tone back up because I don't know. Uh... Ooh, started the show in a little bit of a downer, didn't it, with him? Right. Let's 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 stick him in the bin and move on, shall we? Um, let me tell you something. I've signed up for uh, a breathwork class, um, which is something that, that I didn't expect to do. Breathwork breathing technique. The only time I've ever actually seen it is, um, you might have watched that Wim Hof uh, special last year with the celebrities where he, he took them to the frozen wasteland and dipped them in water, which probably should happen to an awful lot more celebrities, if I'm honest. Um, but no, they were doing it for genuine reasons. Um and he was doing breath work um, and it, you, you 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 lie down and you have someone guide you through. It's like a mindful meditation. I'll be completely honest, I don't know an awful lot about it. But it's, it's there to, to guide you and help you connect with your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. On the face of it, it sounds a little bit hippie, but I am prepared to give anything a go. So I'm absolutely going to, when it happens in November, so it's a few weeks off yet, I will give you a bit of feedback about uh, what it's going to be like. Um, Introduced to me by my good friend, Carrie-Anne, who uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this, guys, you're also listening to the I Don't Know Much But podcast. And if you're uh, an IDKMB listener and you've stumbled across this podcast, hi, welcome. Um, this is this is me on my own, my own shenanigans, my own nonsense. Uh, no interviews, just the uh, thoughts and ramblings inside my head. Anyway, Karianne introduced me to these Breathwork sessions. She's been, she loves it, uh, and she said to me, absolutely, I think you should get involved in this. Uh, I think it'll be a, a really, really cool thing to do. Um and I thought, yeah, why not? Because I'd, I'd done this before. I'd done this where I'd been advised that something would be really good for me and I, and I fought against it. I did it with just mindfulness, meditation. Medi- not so much mindfulness, but meditation. Um, and I was like, no, no, autistic brain. I'm never gonna be able to settle. I'm never gonna be able to just concentrate. I'm never going to be gonna be able to empty my head because my head is literally never empty. But um, a colleague of mine, a friend, uh, Emma, um, said, give it a go. You don't know until you've tried it. True, isn't that true? So I did, I give it a go. And and lo and behold, it actually starts to work for me. And where I thought it was about completely emptying your head, I soon realised that you can actually just drift off into other thoughts. And as long as you're catching yourself doing that and pull yourself back, it's absolutely fine. There's no Well, I mean there are right and wrongs to it. It'd be it, it wouldn't be correct to say there's there's no rights or wrongs that are. But there's no hard and fast rules. It's not that kind of you must completely think of nothing and just sit there and, and be empty headed. Um which is easier for some more than others. Um But no, it was it was it was a bit of a revelation. Um so that's kind of where I'm am with it now. Yeah, so it's gonna be me. And however many other strangers lying on mats uh, in a hall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? The more you say it, the more the more it sounds really. But you know, I'm open to everything. Um, yeah, so you lie down, you have someone guide you through it, and it should be a really good experience. So I'm putting that out there now because I reckon it it might be it might be really really good. It might be something that I, that I repeat doing in the same vein as. Now, here's a little bit of a cheap advert because I've already mentioned it. Uh, I don't know much, but in the coming weeks, we're actually going to be having a yoga instructor uh, coming in and talking about yoga and the benefits of yoga. And uh, you know what? I thought, do you know what? Why don't I bring him out and have a little go of it while we're recording the podcast? You know, record me in sort of like those weird poses. Um, I can't promise there isn't going to be some strange noises emanating from my lower half. Because that's that tends to what happen when you when you do a bit of yoga, I believe. But none of us are getting younger, and I need to uh, I need to concentrate on my suppleness and and my body and my core strength uh, and doing some strength work and doing some fitness work because you know I want to be around this for as long as possible in a in as good a state as possible. Because recently, guys. I've started to have a bit of trouble with my knees. And I went to the doctor with my knees, thinking, hey, this has got to be some sort of sports injury. And he went, nah, it's wear and tear, it's your age. And then the cheek of it said, yeah, and you could do with losing a bit of weight as well. I thought, well, hang on, I'm not trying a stacks here. Right, okay, granted, I could probably do with shedding a couple of pounds, but, you know, he's off, pal. Um, but do you know what, Now, to be fair, to be fair, he was right. I could do with shedding a little bit of timber doing a bit more exercise couldn't we all couldn't we all so in that in that effort in that vein that's that's what i want to be doing being the best i've worked on my mental health now for, for 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 quite a few years um and i need to concentrate more now on my physical health um because i'm very see i teach it i teach mental health and i go and i say to people you know let's stop talking about mental health and physical health and start talking about health because your mental health impacts your physical health your physical health impacts your mental health you can't separate the two we are one we are whole now who's probably falling down hippie sort of like rabbit holes now but it's true we are you know your brain doesn't live outside of your body um It doesn't. It's another organ, same as everything else. So you've got to consider that holistic approach. You've got to eat right. You've got to, you know, you've got to connect with the right people. You've got to do your exercises. You've got to get a good night's sleep. You know, you've got to do all these things to, to keep yourself fit and well. So in that vein, this might be something I talk about in future episodes and let you know how I'm getting on. Um, But we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So yoga and breath work. Honestly, I'm becoming something of a guru here. Rant of the week, rant of the week, we're going to have a rant of the week. And this week's rant is towards flat earthers. Stop it. Get in the bin. Honestly, you do me head in. The Earth's round, the Earth's round, right? How do I know the Earth's round? Because people go round it, right? Just get a grip. Now, here's my problem with, with flat earthers. There's loads and loads of flat earthers around the globe, apparently. <laughs> but I don't see any of them getting into a plane, a boat, a car, or any other sort of vehicle and trying to find in the end of the Earth, right? Right. They'll sit from the chairs and say, well, like, you know, this, well, there's that over there that says to me that the Earth's flat. Why is it that I can't see the curve? Get in a plane, right? Fly, right? Here's the thing. Here's my theory, guys. If you genuinely, genuinely believe the Earth is flat, get in a vehicle of your choosing. Travel east. Just keep going east. You will either fall off the end of the Earth and therefore prove yourselves correct and me wrong, or you will go completely around and come back to where you started. Either way, we get a bit of peace and quiet. Thank you. Tell you what, guys, this Guinness is tasting good. It is not the best Guinness I ever had, though. Now, I don't want this to sound like a boozy podcast, because it really isn't. I normally don't have a drink, but it's Sunday evening. It's half past seven. Uh, England have just won the quarterfinal of the Rugby World Cup, and I deserve a pint. So, that is the way it is. Guinness. Love it. Probably my favourite alcoholic beverage. And last year, and you know what? It's been almost... A year now this is what i mean i've been away from two years from you guys i'm not told you for of this stuff um last year just before christmas me and the lady flew to dublin if you've never been to dublin get yourselves over there guys it is absolutely brilliant um the people are so lovely they're so chatty but you know what let, right, let me digress a little bit here Right, I'm not. I'm not a massive world traveler. I'm, I don't claim to be, but I've been to a few places abroad. And the one thing that is universal about all the places I've ever been to is, everybody's lovely, everybody's friendly. Stop listening to your newspapers and your politicians and these eejits on GB News and people pontificating about oh uh, the Germans and this and the French in that and that nah, 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 nah. and they're coming over here and they just want the worst for us and everybody's against us utter tripe, shut up bury your heads, there will be a much better place if it wasn't for politicians so a lot of you can do you know what, go follow the flat earthers, right if you want to go get in the same plane and go east please do let us normal people who are just trying to get on with their day. Just get on with their day. We'd we'd be so much happier. Anyway, I digress a little bit. Let me let me step down momentarily off my soapbox. Dublin, brilliant, fantastic city. Um and being a little bit Irish, only a little bit. Only if I go back in my family tree, my great-grandma was from Wexford in, in Southern Ireland. Um, I'm a pretty mixed bag. Anybody that's never listened to this before will know that I did meet Ancestry thingy. Um, and, yeah, I'm all over the place, to be honest with you. Mostly Welsh. A little bit Viking. Viking. Um, yeah, a bit of Irish. A bit of Scottish thrown in. A little bit of, of uh, English. Probably the, my, my least thing is English. And, yeah, I know. I know. I support England, Rug- England Rugby Club. You know, England... Um, Don't really follow the football team that much. The international football team, if we're in a tournament, you know, you kind of watch it. But yeah, we suck when it comes to football, don't don't we? Um, That's why our Premier League is full of foreign managers and foreign players because we can't seem to do it as well. You know, long gone are the days of David Beckham. All hail Beckham! And it takes me an awful lot to say that, being a Liverpool supporter, to hail someone who was a a United player, but he was in terms of football, absolutely fantastic. Um, Where was I? Dublin, No I. This is this is what happens when you drink Guinness during a podcast. So we went to Dublin, and it was brilliant. We only had a few days over there, but it's absolutely fantastic. And we did the Guinness Museum tour, which you know St James's Gate. We took all the photographs. Do you know what? I don't know what it is with me lately. I'm, I'm I'm okay at doing a selfie. As soon as I hand over my phone to have someone take a photograph of me. I pull the weirdest poses ever. I stand in positions that I would never dream of standing in my entire life, but but I also someone to point a camera towards me, and suddenly um uh, yeah, anyway, uh, for those of you who know you know you've seen the evidence of it, and for those of you that haven't seen the evidence of it, tough because I've deleted them photos um yeah, so James, St. James's Gate we went to we went to the Jameson's distillery. Where they made the whiskey. Oh, heaven. Um But on the second day, we were told there's a couple of bars that you need to go to when you're in Dublin. And I forget the name of the road of this place now, but if you Google the name of it, you will easily find this pub. Now, it's not Temple Bar, which we went into. Uh you've got to go to if you go if you're gonna go to Dublin, you've gotta do Temple Bar, because it's kind of Take the photograph, see the pub, go inside, have a pint of Guinness. But it's not the best pint of Guinness in Dublin by far. The place that we went to is called John Kehoe's. uh, And it's a bit, just not a lot out of town, but it's just a little bit out of town. It's a 15, 20 minute walk, but it's absolutely worth it. It's a tiny, tiny little pub with a bar that runs the length of the place. And there's a couple of little seated areas around, not many, but mostly what you do is either sit at the bar uh, or you stand in this kind of corridor way, um, uh, or you you stand outside, you know, weather permitting, and you enjoy, as the Irish call, the crack, the conversation. And oh my word, did they love conversation. And we just sat at the bar, and you know what was great about it? so many of the pubs we go into in, in the uk over here they're blaring up music or they've got sky sports on 27 screens you know or they're trying to entertain you in some way but when you go in here it's all about the guinness and the crack the conversation so we were we were sat talking to to the guys behind the bar and one of them as it turned out used to be a barman in birkenhead I thought blimey, you've probably served me at some point um, and then we just got chatting to these other people that came in, and as always, you're gonna bump into people who are from your neck of the woods, right? You know where we are, Liverpool, Merseyside, share a great affinity with with, with Ireland, with with Dublin. You know, it feels like you're going home a little bit in in some respects. Um, and, it, and it was and another bar we went into. You know, this, this we went in, and this this guy said to us. Um, you're on home turf now and he bought us a pint and it was absolutely, I've never been made to feel more welcome than, than anywhere else on earth um, but that's that's another little bar that, that I might tell you about John Keogh's, we sat there we're enjoying the Guinness and it is, without doubt the creamiest, smoothest most silken pint of Guinness you have ever tasted in your life it is chilled to the exact right temperature it is poured the perfect way you have to wait for it good guinness you've got to wait for and we downed a couple of pints at least (laughs) um and then people were coming in and it was getting quite busy and we got chatting to people as you do you kind of get into the feeler thing hey where are you from where are you from and there's people coming in from from local to 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 where to where we're from um and we said what brings you over here today and they said we're here for the westlife concert the boy band westlife now nothing against them but i'm not really a boy band fan it's not uh, nothing wrong with them just not where where I roll. But they said, Yep, yeah, the the playing um the Dublin Arena, the point, as it used to be called, it's it's their home gig. They're on home turf. It's Christmas. It's gonna be fantastic. Uh, and me and Ruthie looked at each other and we thought Nah, we can't do that, can we? Do you want to have a look at how much tickets are? If there's any if there's any there won't be any left. There won't be it'll be at Absolutely sold out. It'll be heaving. They'll be turning people away. If you're lucky, if you head your way down to the gig, there might be some tout outside trying to flog tickets, but that's always a little bit hit and miss, and sometimes it's a bit sus. So do you know what? If you want to, if you want to, have a little look. Have a little look. See what comes up. So she jumps on her phone. Ticketmaster Finds the gig. Finds the date. Westlife, tonight, in about three hours time, there are two tickets left, and she says, come on, let's go, I'm like, seriously, Westlife, do I look like a Westlife fan, I'm mostly in black, it's not really the cut of my jib, is it, she says, come on, i will be a laugh, it'll be really good, ah, go on then, We're in, what else are we going to do tonight, right, I'm sure there's other bars and things we can go into, fall out of, and that'll all be great, but how often are you going to be able to say you on on a drop of a hat on a whim, went to a Westlife gig in, in Dublin at Christmas, book them, they weren't cheap, I'm not getting into money, because that'd be crude and vulgar, but they weren't cheap, we booked them, and we went, and I don't think I've ever danced in jig so much at a gig. <laughs> Do you know what? I absolutely loved it. They were brilliant. What a great set of lads. They probably had to say in the crowd. Oh, it was it was such a lovely, lovely night. Um, but, and I can't wait to go back to Dublin. It is by far my most favourite city we spent 45 minutes we in the post office 45 minutes in the post office only went in to buy a stamp and the guy who was operating the 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 vending machine because the stamps all come out of vending machines quicker save you joining the queue for people doing whatever else they want to do right so there was a there was there was a vending machine and there was a man and we looked at the vending machine it was like we have no idea how this works here this is this is alien to us. can you help us operate the machine yes absolutely we can uh, where are you from, by the way? Oh, yeah, we're from near Liverpool. Ah, Liverpool, I love Liverpool. Ah, 45 minutes later, we got out. That's what Dublin's all about. So if you ever get the opportunity to, guys, pack your bags, get yourselves over there. It will be the single best thing you ever do. But don't go without trying the Guinness. And that, everybody, is that for this week's episode. Thank you for listening in. Um, I'm now about to shoot off and watch South Africa versus France in the other quarterfinal game of the Rugby World Cup. Uh, Whoever wins that will be England's opponent next week. Um, It's going to be a tough game, as all of these games are tough games. If you're a, a Rugby Union fan, you know where I'm coming from. If you're not, I will bore you no further. I'm going to go and finish my Guinness. I'm going to go and watch the rugby. But thank you for listening. If you've liked my ramblings here today, please do follow. Please do give me a like. Give me a rating if you feel so inclined. Get me up the podcast charts. You never know, I might be challenging Chris and Rosie Ramsey one day. (laughs) That's very unlikely. Um, If you like this, uh, you might also like our other podcast, I don't know much but... Um, Just search for that on your podcast provider. We're there as well. Give that a like. Give that a a rating. Please do share. Um, Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your teachers. Tell your bosses. Go and speak to your priest. Uh, Stop a man in the street. Um, next time you're on a plane, knock on the door of the pilot and just say, hey, have you listened to this podcast? Because once you've got the plane up to the right level, you've probably got a couple of hours just sort of twiddling your thumbs because I know the computers do it all. Stick on a podcast, enjoy yourself, chill, take a break. Um, Yeah, whatever it is, guys, just, you know, please do get it out there because um, the more you share it, the more listeners I get, the more I can do episodes like this. And I quite enjoy my incoherent ramblings to you. I hope you do as well. And with that, I'll see you next week. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Wolfstag Podcast. I've been your host, Mike Jones. Production and editing has been by me, Mike Jones. The music you've been listening to is One Shot by Soundroll. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do like, rate, and leave a comment. It really does help. So tell your friends as well. This has been a Wolfstag production for the Acast Creator Network.